Welcome to All of Everything. Welcome to Episode 1, Dreams. Here's the thing. Years and years and years and years ago, way back, way back, way back, way back, when I first started doing these podcasts, I always, 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 always started with dreams. It is one of the first things that drove me into loving to learn and all of these aspects that I learn about and and constantly seeking new information because dreams were the first thing, the first tangible thing I had for myself that I could almost um, wonder why, right? But I had this almost reoccurring lab, right? Where like every morning you'd wake up with a new dream that you could you could psychoanalyze and understand, right? And so what's really interesting is I remember taking dream psychology and all these classes about all of these theories about what dreams are, right? But I've always been a, a skeptic in terms of wanting to learn so much more about different disciplines of, okay, well, what do dreams mean in this instance? And what do they mean in a, in a scientific sense? And what do they mean in a psychological sense? And what do they mean in a sociological sense? What do they mean in a philosophical lens, right? What do they mean in a spiritual lens or a consciousness lens, right? So dreams to me are so amazing because like I said, and this is the reason why I call the podcast all of everything is I always seek to follow every branch of thought of what it could mean for the idea that we can think it all right because who's to say what's right and who's wrong at the end of the day I believe that there's a middle ground of some sorts it's all connected in some some regard and one one might be the truth right but it's so amazing that we have so many different branches of thought to try to understand something that is not something we understand yet how crazy is that? So, as a tribute to what got me into this stuff in the first place, I'm going to do my first episode on dreams. So, I have been writing down my dreams consistently for probably two years now, I want to say. I think I started in 2021, so maybe, you know, maybe two years. Um, and I started this Google Doc because I, th- I-, I said to myself, I was like, I remember reading something about how the more that you write down your dreams, the more you practice that recall that your brain starts to subconsciously remember that um, in the morning you want to remember your dream, right? And so you'll, you'll enter a habit, you'll be able to pick up details, you'll be able to write it down fast, and then it becomes habit, it's very easy to remember, and you wake up remembering your dreams. And so um, and I also wanted to have them for myself, I wanted to understand, okay, well maybe I can um, read into them and figure out certain you know issues in my life or figure out... Um, you know, help myself, right? Or anything like that, or just study them in general. So anyway, I start this Google document and um, I write down my dreams every single morning. And at first, you know, they were kind of like shorter with like some some plot lines of some sort, right? But if you read into the document more and more and more, I had gotten to the point where I was writing down like four or five different dreams that I had the night before, like distinct dreams, full plot and storyline and they had such incredible detail down to like the color somebody was wearing or a certain gesture that happened or a certain sound or feeling right where there was so much detail in these dreams and they came so easy to me to write them down that i was just amazed at this point right and i had gone through phases of you know there's some months and a little bit of gaps here and there where i wasn't as motivated to write down the dreams or i didn't remember them or whatever and what's crazy to me is i love to you know think about um just from and I think you could learn a lot about from what you, your own human experience, right? And, and analyzing that for yourself. There's a lot you can learn where some things like, yes, you can learn endlessly from others. You can learn endlessly from books and from, you know, educating yourself in all these different regards. But there's a lot you can learn from your own individual self, which is the power of understanding yourself. And so anyways, point being is I noticed that a lot of my dreams um, 
coincided with deja vu I would have instances where I was like I have been here before man like I am looking at you and literally this has happened before and I remember there's a lot of times in my life where I couldn't really understand if I had been there before maybe I had and I just don't remember and I felt like I was going insane right um, or maybe this just looks very similar to another aspect of life that I've been through before and my brain is trying to puzzle pizza together and it just feels familiar right what if it's just a coincidence but then there's a shift when I started to write down my dreams and I started to do it so consistently and I was very familiar with them I realized that every instance that I had deja vu from then on had come from a dream and the reason why is because they had gotten to the point where the deja vu was happening the day of the dream where it was almost like a premonition of sorts where like it was happening in my dream I was like oh my god did I talk to you on the phone or did that happen in my dream a couple hours ago and it had become so close to reality to waking reality that it almost was like whoa what 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 happened here um and so one of what one of the craziest concepts that I love to discuss is deja vu obviously that sounds like something that would be included at all in all of everything um but deja vu is such a crazy concept of feeling like it's either the illusion that your consciousness has been here before in this exact moment and experienced this or it's this idea that maybe you know our brain pieced together a very similar aspect and it's just a familiarity or it's you know you know people have these theories about parallel universes and on a different timeline you have experienced this or another timeline is very similar to your own and it's creating this um you know this 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 fact that it coincides with each other and there's all these theories endless theories about what deja vu is right a past life where you've experienced this before or whatever right and um it's so crazy to me because dreams you know on a on a real and this is just like we're not you know going off on a theoretical basis here on a real level it is an altered state of consciousness when you're dreaming you're in a different conscious state right you're not in the waking state and not to mention you're also not in just like when we talk about sleep you're not just sleeping you're in a, in a specific REM cycle which is very similar to the conscious waking state and one thing I've always like since I was a kid and you know I, I never try to I'm not trying to sound naive when I talk and so I just like to explore all the all the limits of the human consciousness when we when we explore concepts concepts like this but when I was a kid I always used to wonder to myself why is it that when we dream um why, why is it that the brain needs to entertain itself when it sleeps right is it is it the fact that like what 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 function does dreaming serve right because when you think to yourself about the human body everything that the human body does that's you know involuntary is to keep the body alive and every voluntary aspect is usually about survival or a need a want or desire right it, it makes sense there's some reason why there's motivation behind which is something we you know talk about in psychology a lot and so there's motivation behind things whether it's intrinsic or extrinsic and that aspect right you you start to understand or start to try to pick apart well what would dreaming serve right is what purpose for our consciousness or for our well-being or for our survival do we do it and so one of the first things that got me down this hole is um i love the psychological explanation and so sigmund freud i believe you know talks about this where 
it's a part of your um, unfulfilled wishes and desires. And so it's kind of like a problematic way for the brain to process events that happen in the waking state. And so, you know, let's say you have, you know, a dream about a fight that you're having with someone or some anxious feeling. And, and obviously it's, it's an illusion of distorted perceptions of what an anxious feeling might be. You know, it might feel like, um, you know, we talk about uh, a lot of times dream interpretation where um, you're driving a car or somebody else is driving the car and that's a symbol of control and of your life and whether you feel like you're in, you're in control or the other person is in control whoever's driving are you in the back seat all of those feelings right so it can be manipulated in a certain way to make you feel anxious or to make you feel a lack of control what which might be a reflection of something that's going on in your life right so it's this if this is idea that those unfulfilled wishes or problems or um, all of these things can come out and manifest and work themselves out in your your dream state, right? And so I just, first of all, like from, from that, that point of view on a psychology um, perspective, a psychological perspective, that's just interesting, right? Okay, that does that, it's the motivation behind the brain to solve issues, complex issues that it deals with in the waking state, right? But What's even more interesting to me is that dreams are relative to the interpreter, right? So that's some that, that's an avenue that we went down of trying to study human behavior, right? That's the psychology, that's the ology that exists over there, right? But if you look at it through other avenues of thought, there are so many different perspectives on what dreams mean in different cultures, in different areas of the world, in different mindsets in, in every different human, right? If they were to analyze enough to to come up with, with an explanation. So, you know, if you go down a more um, scientific route, right? Like I and, I, and science branches off a couple more times, but scientifically, the motivation behind the brain to dream, you know, um, are they just, you know, electrical signals and, and experiences that our perception has that it needs to keep is it a way of, you know, encoding and storing memories? Is it a, you know, what what is it? Why is it that we experience these visual sensations and these, not, not to mention, forget that. Yes, they're visual sensations. They're, they're since every sense, right? Like when you're dreaming, I mean, actually, I don't know or I can't remember in this moment if I have smelled something, but I definitely have tasted things I've definitely felt I've definitely fully immersed in an auditory way and I'm fully there so I guess the closest thing I can explain is like it's like like VR where like you're you're completely there um and there are some aspects of my dreams that have been so insane to me that my I my being has gotten to experience what it's like to to jump off the side of a mountain and fly. My being has experienced what it feels like to be fully submerged in water and to live underwater. Um, it's experienced all these insane aspects that my waking, actual, living, breathing body could not do um, and has never done, right? So it's almost a a pieced together perception of what that would be and it's so accurate or believed to be so accurate by my by my consciousness that I can experience it and that is just so wild just just that fact right and that's not anything that's just my experience and my from my understanding of, of writing down my dreams for years right and I'm just gonna go off on a little tangent because this is just gonna 
be crazy and I don't I'm, I'm curious to see if anybody else has had this experience so I remember there's one time and, and nap dreams just hit different I don't know if anybody else can just relate to that but nap dreams just like I don't nap often I never nap actually and, and the few times I have my nap dreams have been off the hinges um I was having this dream once and I was napping in the middle of the day like the second time I napped in my life and I remember dreaming that I woke up in the bed that I was laying in exactly as I was I woke up and I I remember going to the bathroom just as I would if I woke up normally and then I remember walking right back to the bed and sitting down and grabbing my phone because I was curious what time it is because I was worried if I had to go to work or whatever it was that day that I was worried about and I picked up my phone and I had it in front of my face and keep in mind I'm still dreaming and I'm holding it in front of me and I'm, I'm holding the phone I can feel the physical aspect of this phone it's in my hand I know exactly what my phone feels like it's in my hand it's right in front of my face but there's nothing there I can't see it I'm, I can't read the numbers I can't read anything it's not there it's in my hand but it's not there and I realized in that moment that I was dreaming because I was like why why, why would I not be able to see the numbers? And I was trying, it wasn't scary and it wasn't alarming. It was just like, why can't I, I was like, hold, I was like pulling it away from my face, putting it farther, waving it around. I put it down and it wasn't there, but it was in my hand. And I was like, well, this is really odd. This is like frustrating, this is concerning, right? And so again, in, in, in a psychological lens, right? That the, the idea of this um, anxiety, right? Oh, well, you can't access the time. You don't know what time it is because you're dreaming, because you're sleeping, right? And that anxiety of, oh, are you going to be late? And you're, you're worried about it while you're dreaming. Is that just a reflection, a manipulated, distorted dream of trying to show you you're worried about the time and you can't access it because you're sleeping, right? That's that's one explanation for what it is, right? On the other unhinged explanation of, let's just explore this for the fun of it, because this is the all of everything, what the hell? Um do phones just not exist in dreams like what what and and this is another thing is like i'm not sure if anybody else has experienced this and i know this was like kind of a phenomenon that people had talked about on like i, I this was years ago but have you seen your phone in your dreams like uh, there are not many instances like i might have seen like an old telephone that's like on the wall or like i could have perceived someone who was on a phone call or i was on a phone call but i've never actually been on my phone in a dream and scrolled or uh, used an app or texted somebody or even checked the time and what isn't that so weird considering that in, in this day and age all of us use our phones so often and right before bed and when we wake up that we don't even see them in our dreams why 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 and maybe there's an explanation out there and i'm not trying to sound naive maybe there's like an article online that's like this is why you don't see your phone in your dreams and i just don't know about it but i've never perceived it i've also never really perceived laptops either like i mean i've never really dreamed about myself writing which is weird because i do it a lot but i've never really written on my laptop in in a dream yeah weird very weird now that I'm thinking about it more but anyways I, I love the concepts of dreams because it's endless right you know there are some cultures and some religions that believe they're they're parts of spiritual experiences and they're there's there's so many um ideas behind what it could mean and and that's the beauty and that's why I really 
admire and and wanted to start this kind of space where we talk about this these kind of things because all of everything is such a beautiful concept right there there's so many different branches of thought about everything and considering all of them and wanting to be open to all these explanations right like you know at the end of the day there might be ones that are factually correct right and and this is this is the tricky part about concepts like this and about the openness to concepts like this is that it's not that in talking about the these concepts we're trying to be naive by saying oh well let's explain let's 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 ignore the factual evidence that we have in this world to explore x y and z that we don't have factual evidence for it's not trying to be naive to that it's trying to understand that yes we have factual evidence that we know based on our current understanding of what our earth and what our reality and our consciousness is right we have factual evidence that we've tested over and over again that has come back to us as truth facts and truth however if you're really going to immerse yourself in openness and all of everything, you would understand that everything and everything we perceive can be happenstance and based on perception, right? Because one of the craziest things, and <laughs> we will talk about this in a very deep podcast one day about the quantum mechanics and the theory of relativity and all of these really, really deep ideas. But in quantum mechanics, when something is perceived right when something is perceived it acts differently it behaves differently than if it were to not be perceived it's a deeper very deep 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 concept um a, th a theoretical concept but um it's it's something how we, we, we we've observed the way that particles behave and that is something that we've come to explore point being in, in, in relativity back to everything we were saying dreams you know on a factual basis we understand the neurological happenings of the brain and you know what stages of REM sleep we experience it in and what rapid eye movement is and the connection to the waking state we understand that it's a different state right but we have not and there's very it's very hard to be completely sure of what purpose dreams serve unless you are very much committed and, and, and die hard committed to the branch that you're thinking of, right? So if you're a scientist and you follow neurology, right? And you do not consider spiritual experiences or uh, any higher dimensional aspects of dreams or any other form of explanation and you are a scientist, well, on a neurological basis, you know, their connections and electrical signals and pulses and things that are happening to the brain in the dream state what's what purpose they serve is kind of irrelevant it's just a fact that because you experience electrical and chemical and you know signals through neurons when you're awake in a waking state well in a dreaming state your brain is still alive and working so it's just electrical signals and pulses and things that you're experiencing but in a different state right what it serves, what purpose, what motivation, that's, you know, a higher, you know, always, I'm sure they're still looking for the reasons behind those things, right? But it, it makes a lot of sense, right? But one of the most interesting things that I love to discuss when I talk about concepts like this is that where science fails is that it thinks scientifically. 
And I know that that sounds crazy, but science has acknowledged that when you think scientifically, you're limited to the way that science works itself, right? So science is based off of the scientific method of, you know, observing things and observing them again and again and again and again and making um, conclusions based on your observations to create theories that then become so replicated that they become factual evidence in the scientific arena, right? But what is the first thing that you start with in science? Observation. What is observation susceptible to? Subjective point of view through the human experience. It is impossible for humans to have an objective experience of their experience. You ha- you can have an objective, pers- you know, perspective of somebody else experiencing something, or but even no, no, I'm sorry, that's even subjective again because if you're perceiving someone else, it's subjective to the way that you experience the human experience. So, science fails in that in that regard because it starts with uh, observing, right? So. When we talk about subjects of, uh, of what ifs, we're talking about a lot of scenarios where if our perception was taken out, what is it that would exist? What is it that would be there? What is the reason behind stuff? And so it's fun to analyze these different branches of thought, whether or not you agree that this is right or that is wrong or this is that and what your opinion is and your, and whatever, wherever you lie on those spectrums. It's interesting because there is the ability to think right and because we throughout time have followed certain norms of thinking or certain mainstream aspects of that that led to something else we tend to avoid conversations of well the what ifs or because it's easier right it's easier to follow those lines of thinking so that everything makes sense and everything falls in line it's satisfying but you know what's also satisfying is the fact that you can think and you can explore these concepts and so dreams are something that for me will never get old considering that every single night you do it again and again and again and then you wake up in the morning and you forget about the eight hours seven hours that you spent in a sleep state and however long you spent in the dream state and you wake up and you live your conscious life and you do it again and it makes perfect sense why our bodies need to rest and to regenerate ourselves and to you know heal our body and to you know it's it's a restorative state but the reason why we need to dream is still something that we scratch our heads about and i find it crazy that it's something that we do in a 24-hour cycle every single day it's the closest thing to me that we have to the explanation of what happens after we are no longer here what happens after death right because it's an altered state of consciousness it's one of what obviously we have a couple altered states of consciousness you know if you're in a coma or you know different aspects like that but dreaming is something that you enter you know without manipulating anything it's it's a natural state how crazy is that well anyways um I hope I hope you have wonderful dreams tonight and that you don't think about the craziness of what dreams are or maybe you do and if it's comforting I hope you dream about it and if it's not comforting I hope that you don't and you dream about puppies and rainbows and kittens because man this shit goes deep um but till next time that was all of everything